Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. Which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Ever think those fables and fairy tales from back in the day are just a little bit dusty? Wandry and Tinkercast are bringing you a new kids and family podcast, Once Upon a Beat. Join host DJ Fuchs and his trusty turntable, Baby Scratch, as they deliver remixes of fables and folk tales, rhythm and rhymes, and fun spins on classics as old as time. Grab the whole family and get ready to groove because they're putting the rap in Rapunzel and getting down with that funky duckling. Where hip hop and fables meet, it's Once Upon a Beat. Follow Once Upon a Beat on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to all episodes of Once Upon a Beat early and ad-free right now by joining Wandry Plus in the Wandry app or Wandry Kids Plus in Apple Podcast. After Zach and I bought our first home and got married, we were super excited to not only decorate it, but to put some of our biggest memories on our walls. So we went with FrameBridge, which made it super easy to get our pictures framed from our wedding at an affordable price. You can easily order online at FrameBridge.com or visit a FrameBridge retail store. All you have to do is upload a digital photo for them to print and mail your item using their free secure prepaid packaging. Or you can also visit one of their 20 plus retail stores. FrameBridge customs frames your piece in their studio using the highest quality materials and ships directly to your front door in days for free. Above our stairs, we put pictures of our babies, ourselves, and from our wedding, and we are so happy we went with FrameBridge to do it. Anytime anyone comes to our house, it's the first thing that they notice. Not only is it easy, but it's also affordable to custom frame just about anything. They're very fair and transparent and upfront with their pricing based simply on the size of your items. There's a curated selection of frame styles that are all different. They have fast service, free shipping, and this is great for gifts. Your happiness is also guaranteed, so if you're not 100% happy with your pieces, they'll make it right. See why FrameBridge has been trusted to frame over 2 million pieces. Visit FrameBridge.com or a local FrameBridge store to get started and custom frame just about anything. That's FrameBridge.com. All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Think Loud Crew podcast, where we have three moms keeping it real. In today's episode, we have two special guests. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Me, Me, Zach Davis, 
Shai's husband and my boy Spencer Shalibo. I was gonna say Spencer. Spencer Shalibo. Spencer Shalibo. I'm giving a real my a real fellow name. father. I'm not gonna give any nicknames or nothing like that. Wow, <laughs> thank you. It'll be proper. Be Wait. proper. Be we proper. love that. We I'm love now curious. Nick. What are these nicknames? Well, yeah. <laughs> Dollar Bill 2.0. Oh, okay, God. okay. <laughs> Dollar. We, can we, should, we, should, we, should we keep going? Nope. Uh, nope. <laughs> you said nope. 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 Alright guys, we let Zach handle the intro this week because he feels like he knows <clears throat> everything about this podcast by now, which he should because it's like a hundred plus episodes in, so. Just I'm proud of us. He's had his good share of podcasts or episodes with us. Yeah. Yeah. Goddamn. Right? Congratulations. hundred plus what? A hundred plus episodes. Seriously? Yes. Yeah. Damn. We're like, we've Y'all been doing this for a minute. Talking motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> we are. <laughs> We really are. So this week, we clearly have a full house, as you guys can see if you're watching us on YouTube. If not, then head over to the YouTube so you can see that we have a full house. Yep. Um, Zach is here. His friend Spencer's here. Like, they just introduced themselves. And lately, we have been talking a lot about mom stuff. And a lot about mom stuff from our (laughs) position, because we're moms. We all Mm co-parent in some form or fashion. Um... And I think it's time to hear the other side's opinions. Dun, dun, dun. Can I also ask you guys questions after we hear from y'all? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I need some male <laughs> advice. I need to. Some male or, dad need... advice or just male oh, advice? No, I need I some. I want to get dad insight advice or just yeah. insight of like how dads handle different situations and stuff like that. Cause yeah. I feel like I've met a couple, like, I know a good share of fathers in my life that are single dads or like mm-hmm. co-parenting like your mm-hmm. guys' situation. So I would love to. Okay. I'm See, excited to, about this episode. Pick our brains a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Yes, so, but I are. think, babe, everybody knows yeah, our co-parenting. I was about to say, y'all done picked my brain. Right. Shit. But I think so. We have to kind of put the spotlight on Spencer. So, Spencer, why don't you start by just telling us like who you are, where you're from, and what your like family dynamic slash co-parenting dynamic is. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, my name is Spencer Shalibo, as I previously mentioned. Um, I'm from Los Angeles, California. Um, 50% Nigerian. He threw a little ancestry.com. You know, you know, I'm gonna get into details about what's that, your so other 50%? Other 50% is like my other 50%. My mom's from um, she's from St. Louis, so she's full American. So my dad's side is Nigerian, my mom's side is American. I didn't know that about you. I thought you yeah. were like he left school and went to Nigeria. I thought you were all Nigerian. No, no, no. Yeah, no. People would think that because I went to school out in Nigeria. I went to I did like um, I did two years of high school in Nigeria. Okay. And then I did two years of university in Nigeria. So I was in Nigeria for about overall four years for schooling, and then one year for casual. So with people. People What's casual? Think, just like out there with my dad, hanging oh, out. That's cool. Yeah. How old so were how you? So how old were you when you, yeah. When I first left, when I first went to Nigeria, I was uh, 12. Wait, wow. was I 12 or 13? Yeah, yeah, I think it was. Wow. You were young. And how did your family No, no, decide? no, I was 13. I was 13 when I first went, and that's when I um I was going into the 10th grade. Mm-hmm. And, um, well, it's a long story. My dad, so I was kind of a little hothead growing up. Um, oh really? Yeah. Oh really? <laughs> I, I was I was I was kind of a hothead growing up. I always, you know, I was always smart. I was always able to cope with schooling. That was never my issue. My issue was I got bored easily. Like you know, school was boring to me. So you know, I would get involved in other things that interest me, like not going to school. <laughs> 
ditching, you know, going to, to liquor stores and just trying to be a grown up. And my dad, you know, he recognized this and he felt like, man, you need some more structure because you're too free out here. Mm. He said, was the school in Nigeria, Nigeria like a boarding school? It was a boarding school. It's called oh my Ola. God, you got sent to boarding school. Yeah, yes. it's called Ola Shore. Oh, his dad snatched his ass up. His dad up. didn't fuck around. He was like my dad, but his, his dad was on 10 too. He yeah. like, his dad is Nigerian. Yeah. Instead, right, his dad I'm was on 10. Back. Yeah. <laughs> so fuck this, you out of Ola, here. It was called Ola Shore British International School. Um, it had a good reputation, but yeah, I went there I when it. I was 13. I was did. it all boys? Well, it was, it was co-ed, but... There was a boys' campus and a girls' campus. Oh, I mean, shit. well, no, boys' boys' side and the girls' side, our housings are separated, mm-hmm, but we it. go to class co-ed. Okay. But, um, so, yeah, I did two years out there. You know, that structured me a little bit. That just It just taught me how to, it, honestly, being out there for um those first few years, it, it just taught me how to survive um, because it's, it's, it's much, the, you know, it's a third world country, so. It's it's much harder to to survive out there than it is out here. Was it like culture shock? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. And it teaches you how to appreciate light, water. That you know they don't they don't have that twenty four seven. Out here, you guys have that twenty four seven. They don't have access to internet twenty four seven like we do out here. So mm-hmm. it kind of like made me appreciative of being out here in the United States versus Did overseas. You know the language previous to going or it's small, just a little bit. Okay, but when I was out there, of course, I had to. You know, I yeah. have to learn a little bit. No, he came back with a full accent. Did yeah. he really? Hell yeah. yeah. Really? Full accent. Oh, yeah. I was like, Especially at 13, you know, you're going to be happy. Can you tap back Can into you tap, that? Yeah. Like, I don't remember what words I said. It, it was certain words, like, um, man, I'm trying to recall what word that was really, I really had the accent. I'm trying on. to remember that shit, too. I just <laughs> remember met, I was on Slauson and La Brea at the gas station, and it said, What's, what's up, bro? I was like, What's up? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot how it, how it was. I don't know. Did, that shit when was funny did, though. When did you and Spencer meet? Was it like sixth grade? Sixth so grade. you oh, knew so him before, before he went to Nigeria. Oh, so yeah. we was doing the bad shit together. Man, I know Zach for twenty plus years. Him and my dad was locked in. Like it was, they had a whole community going on. We was a whole community with bad little boys with the parents. They needed to send Zach with you. Shit. <laughs> Zach, no, Zach, you need to go like to boarding that. school. Boy, huh? What if you went to boarding school? How do you? I don't know. You would have came back with the same accent. <laughs> for, for sure. I mean, at that age, you're going to be more influenced to get with the program around you. Like, your environment, everyone got that accent. You just sound so American. And it's, it got irritating. And I was just so. I'm sure they pointed yeah. it out to you, they, too. They loved it. Oh. Don't get me wrong. They loved my accent. But I just felt like, hold <laughs> on, man. Every this, I don't want to be the outcast. Let me, mm-hmm. let me get with my environment and. And get this accent too. You gotta adapt. Mm -hmm. And get this accent too. I I went to Mexico for a week. I was out here. My friend. (laughs) Zach was pissing me off. My friend. I'm like, babe, you understand? You just put a twang on it, but you're still speaking yeah. English. You're not and they all talking back, though. Shit. <laughs> he said they responded. Okay, all right. So keep going. Um. Yeah, so, you know, I have to adapt. And, you know, out there, they don't have light 24-7. So it's like you got to make haste while you got light, meaning, you know, it, it, there's a day that, we only have light for maybe four hours. Oh, so we got to iron our clothes for the whole week mm. just to prepare or, you know, study while we have light. 
because you know once it gets dark it's no light you got to go to bed or use flashlights they were honestly they take education so serious out there that even if the light went out they got flashlights and they studying in the dark <laughs> they didn't it was it was real mm -hmm. seeing that seeing that actually changed me as far as like okay oh, yeah these kids is for real out here. They're right. way more advanced than our kids. Like they are way more mature. They take shit more serious than us. It's a different worth ethic. Yeah, because it's mm -hmm. like you're trying mm -hmm. to make change and get not get out of an environment, but like change an environment, better exactly. environment. It's <laughs> I'd be with that flashlight too. Yeah, yeah, because because to them, education is the only way out. Yeah, yeah, that's mm -hmm. their only way to get making it out of that country, going and doing what they pursue. You have to be educated to do so. So they feel as if like, all right, by any means, I'm gonna make sure that I get these these um these good grades to attend the school that I want to go to. You know, to pursue whatever career um they hope to um, pursue. Do you think you would send your kids to have the same or a similar experience? Uh, I think I, I wouldn't have to send them that far. <laughs> <laughs> I want to look. My dad. Hey, I I love my dad. I love what he did for me too. It helped me out, but that's I'm not gonna send him that far to the point where I gotta fly for 14 hours on a flight yeah, to see right. him. Right? Yeah. That's a little too far. Mm -hmm. I know they have schools that are more local that are have that type of structure here in the United States. They're just more low key. Mm -hmm. You know, everybody doesn't know about them, and they're just more costly. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. But I feel like I don't. I wouldn't have to do that. But I definitely want my kids to go to a school where it's actually structured and um, similar to how they from school abroad so how old were you when you had your first child 21 you were young yeah i was young 21 yep i had my first kid at 20 no wait no I, i'm wrong not 21 because he's only seven so that was um 23 24 uh, around 23 24 Which is still I had my first young. Kid. Still yeah, young, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah still young but not 21 so how but not 21 not 21. <laughs> how old are your kids uh, seven and three. Okay, okay. okay. Mm -hmm. And two moms. two moms. Two moms. Two different moms. And and how are those situations? How's how was the first having your first kid with your, the first mom? The relationship with the first yeah. mom is is iffy, um, but that's just you know I, I'm not I'm not gonna sit here and, and act like I don't have much to do with why she is the way she is. Um, but that's mature, but Very there, mature. but yeah. there is, but there does come a time when you have to mature and understand that it's not about what we had in the past. And now it's about the kid. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it, it just, um, there's just, it, it's just, I, I just feel like, you know, people just need to mature at some point and understand that it's not about us anymore. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, we need to give a better life to this kid. So, so our, our relationship's a little iffy. How long were you guys, if you guys were in a relationship, like how long was that before you had your first child? Uh, We were in a relationship for about mm, two. I want to say, hold on. I got a bad memory. Okay. So you guys were in a relationship. Yeah, it was probably like three years. Oh wait, so oh, there's okay. a lot so of there's, history. There's history there. Probably like yeah, probably like two, three years before. There's a I lot think. of history. So there's there. history. Yeah, it wasn't, wasn't like just a, it wasn't just all. You know, it wasn't just yeah. Enough. Yeah, it wasn't a quickie. Damn. Not she said damn. Damn. Is do you are you saying that you need to mature now 
is your relationship since you're just kid seven? Mm-hmm. Do you feel like your relationship has grown, or is it still in the same space as where it was? It's you- still in the same space as where I left. Honestly, it's 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 always gonna be. <clears throat> I don't I don't want to say that, but it's always gonna be weird to me because she actually like took my son out of the state while I was schooling in Nigeria. Oh, you know, and it was a spiteful move. It wasn't like she genuinely wanted to do it. She wanted mm-hmm. to do something like that to get back at me. You to hurt me? you. Yeah. And, you know, that's, it's it's just uncalled for, to be honest. Do you think it's something that you cannot move past or cannot I'm forgive pa- I'm her already for? past it. So you've forgiven her for it? Yeah, I'm past that. I, I love my kids, so I don't even care about any of that. Yeah. Yeah. That shit doesn't matter to me. I think that's one of my questions is like when <clears throat> that happens as a father, like how does that make you feel? Like when your baby mom or whatever is taking your kid away from you to make you feel a certain type of way and knowing that taking your kid that you love. Well, me, is- I, I just I, I, to me, so I just, you know, I let time solve it because I don't want to, you know, go overboard. And damage the situation more than what it already is. And I know if in due time, my son is going to question what's up with this situation. Like, why can I go see my dad? Like, what's going on? Yeah, I think about that all the time. Like, I'm like, when my boys get older, I don't mind answering the questions. But I'm like, on the other end, it's like, how do you... How are you going to answer these questions? You mean like how is Mez going to answer the questions? How are you going to take this? Because it's like, do you think that he's going to tell the story almost like Spencer told his story where I think he's going to say I took took my kids out of an emotional fit. I was being spiteful and angry, but it's like. I think it's different it's because different. you took your kids back home. Yeah, like, and right. no, we moved to D.C. to be uh, to try this family life, and it didn't work. And it's like, it didn't work. Yeah. So yeah, I came back home, and I feel like, and I don't know because we don't talk about it. Like I've really had to limit my conversation with him. But it's like, I feel like rather than him understanding the full picture, like where his responsibility and where his actions cause this ripple effect, it's like he would just be like, "Well, she just took my kids out of emotion." That's not what happened. So, yeah. I feel like eventually, hopefully you guys get to a better place to where you can have that conversation so that when the boys are older and they start to ask certain questions, at least you guys can be given the same answers. I agree. And I think that's part of my concern is like, how are you going to tell the story? How are you going to tell the story? Because I've heard him tell the story or say things that he does to other people. And I'm like, that's not it. That's not it. The math isn't mathing. Like, where are the, the kids? The kids are always going to know the truth, though. And they do. Yeah. Boss says things to I me don't where. Think so. well, I disagree. mean, from a certain age. I feel like kids know what their parents put into them. Yes. So, if not for you, but just saying, like, if I had my kids and the dad was in a different state, I could be feeding anything into them mm-hmm. as far as... That is true. Your dad's not around because he doesn't want to be around and he mm-hmm. did this, this, or, and this. Yeah. So I'm growing it. up taking all that in. Mm-hmm. And, and then when you see your dad... Right, when you see your dad, it's like, you didn't want to see me because mm-hmm. that's all they've heard. God forbid that that's what is happening with your situation. But I feel like 
your kids are taking in what we're feeding. Yeah. You know what, what I mean? What energy you give off to your kid about your about yeah, your part- partner, or your partner, about, yeah, or whatever, yeah. and who you parent with. I, I think agree. for myself with Ryder, of course, Ace is different because he's raised with his parents. But with Rye, I knew she's going to have a shit ton of questions because I had a shit ton of questions. So I'm like, damn, how am I going to answer any of these girls' questions when I don't even know the answers? So when she was when I was pregnant with her, I would write stuff down like Mm. days that things were happening and like doctor's appointments so that I can go back one day and be like, this is how I was feeling in this moment. This is why I made certain choices that maybe I look back now and I'm like, that's a mistake. I should have did this differently. But we can all do that as parents. Yeah. But I was like, I had to put it down on paper so I can say it has a date, has a timestamp. Understand where I was at at this Mm -hmm. point in my life. You get what I mean? No, I I feel you. And I think that's a part of being able to communicate with your children. Like, So when they do ask questions, it's not, "Ah, let me figure this out. But it's like, I think... Even when sometimes as a parent, like I'm in the wrong or I've done things that may have been a mistake, but it still gave me my biggest blessings. Like when Boz, Boz has asked me questions before and he'll be like, oh, like I'm trying to think of an example. Um, it might be something where it, like I didn't reflect on the best or it wasn't like my best decision or choice. But rather than harping on that, it's, uh, yeah, like you said, just sharing where you were. I'm sorry, my I'm like not forming a complete thought right now. No, I was fine. really trying to follow it though. I was like, <laughs> I was right I think there I'm with stuck you on giving an example, which I can't right now. But it's um, I hear what you say when you're saying like understand, understand like where you are, right. what was going on, yes. and also accepting that you may not be able to reflect yourself in the best light sometimes with these answers. I think that's uh, what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Where it's How not am I going to your... tell my daughter, you were a one night stand? Like, yeah. you know, how do you have that conversation? Yeah. I think you can't go. But eventually uh. she's going to find out. Yeah. Now, when she gets older, yeah. That's what yeah. I was going to say. When she gets when, older. Okay, of nine. course, not a six year old conversation. Let me tell you what like, happened. Like, that's not it. One night stand. But I'm just saying, when she's like. Probably like 21. When she gets of when age. She's like of age. Older. She's yeah. not even going to look at you anyway. She's going to be like, okay, this is common, mom. Yeah, right. I also think we it's might be overthinking it sometimes. Like, it's so common. Like, yeah, it's very. Common. I think you guys Especially are overshooting it by a long yeah, shot. Yeah. It's so common. Our generations, for and sure. it's so common to have separate households. Like, it's not a big thing now. Well, you were raised. In... I was raised in a separate household, and I never grew up kind of really questioning shit because at the All same right. time, I had the best of both worlds in my eyes. Right. I was like, cool. I got two Christmases, two birthdays, kind of everything just doubled up for me. Do you think mm-hmm. you took that approach because that was just all you knew? No, it was just fun. I enjoyed it. Because your, your family I was young, made it. I enjoyed it. Yeah. It was fun to me. I didn't really. Maybe I questioned it. I don't know. I had to ask my dad, but I don't think I did looking back. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, 
it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. As a dad now, do you feel like there's days where you kind of think about your day or think about certain things that you've done as a parent and think like, damn, I should do this better. Mm, I mean, like yeah. going to Kyle's comment about like, we make mistakes as parents. Yeah. I mean, I feel like there's plenty of mistakes that I made. I can't go back and pinpoint them all, but I feel like every day I need to be better. Like, I feel like I need to be doing more with Ace, more with Ryder. Like, you know, Isabel's so hands-on with Ace. I feel like that's taking a big chunk out of me and his relationship, but then I, it's not because I see him that when he sees me, he's like, da da da, you know, he's going mm-hmm, crazy. So mm-hmm. I know the love and the relationship is still there, but at the same time, it's like, I need to, the day she's not there, I need to be more interactive with her. Yeah. That's, that's the mm-hmm. majority of it. Back to Spencer. Do you still co parent like between two states? Yeah. Okay. How does that look? I mean, it's not, but it's. I wouldn't even consider it co-parenting. It's like whenever she's cool, you know. That sucks. It's, yeah, it pretty much sucks. Like, I'm not even going to fake the funk. It's mm-hmm. like, it's bullshit to me. But, you know, considering, um, considering, like, you know, the fact that, you know, I don't, I just don't, you know, I just, she, you know, she's, she's only, she, she'll, she'll be like, hey. You want to come grab him for two months, in about two months? And I'll be like, yeah, cool. That time will come. She'll be like, I changed my mind. But you can come out here and you can stay out here. and be. I said, I can't come out there for two months. Right. Like, I have a kid out here that I'm taking care of, and I'm not about to be in Texas for two months because I don't have anything to do out there. Mm-hmm. I can fly him out there. Well, I don't want him to come without me. Mm. so it's just like it's a difficult situation at times do you despite your you guys's um <clears throat> situation do you still consider her to be a good mom like do you think she's a good mom to my kid okay <clears throat> do you think that helps the situation to make you feel it helps it helps better? it for me yeah, yeah that's why that's why i don't i don't do too much as far as like going to courts mm-hmm. yeah i don't feel like i have to do that because she actually takes care of my kid okay. the proper way you know right. he's in sports he's doing good in school so I'm not going to take that from him. I'm not going to make it a big deal versus if she was not a good parent. Like, I would definitely have already went to the courts and filed for custody. With him being older, does he have those questions like they were talking about? Does he come to you and ask you, like, why aren't you here? Or why is this the situation? Or does do you guys not have those conversations? We haven't even started having those conversations no. at all. I mean, he's only seven. He's not... Yeah. 
he already realizes the situation because he sees that I'm not, not in the there. same mm-hmm. state as him. So he he he's already putting two and two together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and he's smart, but he's not tripping. So he's yeah. he's like mature. I think I only ask that because um, with Parker being seven as well, I feel like he's asked me questions more and more about his dad and not being around and seeing other people with their dads and, you know, talk, mm-hmm. asking me about, like, why doesn't dad call me as often or asking me more and more to see and be with his dad. So uh, that's why I ask because I feel like Parker, like you said, like he's not mature enough to understand it fully, but he's peeping things slowly and understanding of like the situation of mm-hmm. what he's in. But um, is if, that a hard reality for you? Yeah. <clears throat> Sometimes, other times, it it's hard because, like, you know, I'm there all the time, and I've always made it, you know, super easy for Robert to, you know, come and go as he pleases. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is a hard reality for him to be like, "Hey, mom, like, I want to see my dad today. Mm-hmm. I want to, I want to call my dad. I want to do this with my dad. Like, yeah, why? Yeah. And another question that he comes up with now more is like." Why do I have to be with you every day and Nana and Papa Damn. every day? Yeah, that's what But it's anyway. really hard yeah. for me some days because I, you know. What do you, I, how do you I, answer I that? And I just, and I kind of just don't answer it yeah. because I don't have, I don't know what to say. Like, <laughs> your dad didn't answer today, <laughs> but you can't sit there and tell exactly. him that. Yeah. Like, I can't sit there and, you know. So it's just interesting. The older he gets, um, I feel like the more he peeps things the more he asks um and i just kind of just it's one of those situations where you have to let them keep seeing asking things and seeing asking and, and seeing things and not me putting things into his head yeah. i would never want to like say i don't know why your dad's not calling or i don't know why yeah. i don't know why this i don't know why that but um i'll just be like work baby <laughs> Well, yeah, and he work is my answer to everything. And that's his answer, and that's Parker's answer to everything. Can't just can't be work. Oh, Daddy works a lot. Daddy works a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The other night, (laughs) I kind of had like a hard mom momming moment um, because so since we've been home, it's like FaceTimes, you know, call in the morning before, you know, during when you're getting ready for school to say your good mornings. And then when you get home or after school and I ask pause every day, do you want to call your dad? Do you want to call your dad? I'll ask him after school. Do you want to call your dad? You know, I'm just asking because I know that's what his, his dad's not here and he does want to talk to him. He still wants that line of communication. And I never want to look back and be like, I kept my child from like, having this conversation or these this line of communication with their dad. But there's times where it's like there's just so much going on and either boss says no or it's like his dad doesn't call so it doesn't happen. But then he gets up. I think his dad gets upset with me like it's my responsibility to have this four year old call you when it's not. Yeah, like, see, it's I- not my responsibility and it's not boss's responsibility to be like, let me develop this. <clears throat> let me call you let me yeah. call you every that... you know so it's like as do you a dad do you how do you yeah, yeah. no nah, see i i, I eliminated that issue and i i got, I got my i got my son a phone and yeah. i sent it out there so it's always open line for me how old how old was he when you got him a phone uh five five yeah so the other day 
I, I brought like it up because like I work on my phone and I'm not yeah. one of the two phone people. I can't have two phones. I got one phone. Yeah, so I it's the phone straight over there. Like I don't even have to go through you to talk yeah, to my see? kid. Right. Yeah. That makes to it make, much easier. Yeah. I suggested maybe getting a phone for Boz and it was like, no, he's too young and all this stuff. Like I'm just going to keep going through you. What's the difference between Boz having an iPad, iPad and right? A phone? That's and a phone. the same thing. It's the and same Boz thing. for sure answers your iPad so, all yeah. the time. Yes, it's calls. the same thing, it's and that's the same exact. Me and Corey thing. had that same issue because we recently got Raya a phone for her birthday. My mom got it, and Corey mm-hmm. didn't agree at first. And I'm like, it's already bought, bro. I want to tell mm-hmm. you, the Gra- phone is Grandma did it. Grandma bought the phone. <laughs> and then when I explained it, I said, there's times where I want to talk to Ryan. She's at your house mm-hmm. and you don't answer your phone. There's and then I'm calling Taylor's phone. Call, talk so to I'm like, I'm eliminating that. Yeah. I'm going to go straight to mm-hmm. Ryder now and you can do the same. And when I tell you it's been the biggest blessing, mm-hmm. like Ryder and Taylor, the other day they were on the phone for two hours. Me and Zach kept just peeking our little heads in the playroom. <laughs> Two hours they're on the phone. I'm like, you good? Taylor's like, just watching her play dolls. Like, hours on the phone. Yeah. Every morning, Taylor's sending her messages and gifs and, you know, all these different things. And I'm like, okay, this is so much better because they didn't have that open line yeah. to talk before. It's always it's through always an adult. It's always through yeah, or me you. or somewhere else or Zach or, you know. And I'm like, okay, this works for our situation. Plus, mm-hmm. what is the difference between her having an iPad and a phone? The iPad literally can have a whole phone plan. Yeah, it could be it's FaceTime the iPad. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's the same it's, difference. It's hard because I work from my phone a lot on my computer. So there's times where I have, like, work calls and he's calling. And it's like, I have to pick and choose. And it's like, sorry, bro. I'm here for work. Like, I'm here for work and to be present with my kids. I can't sit here and babysit your phone calls. So it's like yesterday, last night, not last night, the day before, spent the night at Shine and Zach's. I was up at 545 getting our stuff ready to leave with the house by 615 with both kids to come home, pack lunches, get ready for school, and take balls to school. And, again, if you want to call your son, it's an open line. Like, you can call. And took Boss to school. Didn't His dad didn't call. And I asked Boss, do you want to call your dad? And he was like, no, I'm okay. Like, I'll talk to him later. And Boss goes to school at 830. At 9.15, he sent me a message. And he called talking about, so did Boss didn't go to school today? And I was like, huh, Boss is at school. And then he said, well, what happened? I said, you didn't call. And I said, there's a lot going on this morning. And then it was just click. Not even an okay, nothing. Just just hang up. So then it's like, what am I supposed to do with that? Like, as a mom, as a woman, where it's like, as a parent, how do I communicate with someone or a dad, like, from a male perspective? Like, it's not my responsibility. Zach, what do you think? <laughs> Like, I'm, a, you know, I'm a realist, so it's a very easy answer for me. Um, <sighs> if he feel like he can't get that, move out here. It's that simple. Your kids are here. Sir, it's done. Every time they call, and he's at the gym. So, what do you think I, about the very, hanging very up? Very black crazy. and white. The hang. That's just. It's I mean, crazy. Shit. I, don't, I don't know. It's weird. It's weird. To it's me. weird, and it makes it difficult because it's like I don't want to. I'm not some bitter baby mama. Like, I'm not angry. And it's like, easier for him because both of his kids are by the same mom. The so same he can just move right. out here. And you re- can come out here. That's like your situation. You can't because you got a, a whole yeah. household you that you whole, built. Yeah. You got and two. you're not leaving a household. No, it's, it just wouldn't yeah. make sense. 
How is your situation with your other um, shit? Zach's in it. No, I was saying. <laughs> no, I was saying <laughs> shit to the whole that situation. Oh yeah, oh, to yours. Yeah, like, I wasn't saying shit to that. Oh, yeah. you were good. You were like, damn, we're good over there. Nah, I was saying it to this shit. I'm just like, shit, it's pretty damn. It's I knew he wasn't saying it to Both me. my kids is there. And it's hard. I'm going there. It's, yeah, it's, it's hard for me because like I know great fathers, like, and I know great fathers who aren't necessarily with their child's mother and it's a completely different situation and i'm like hey what y'all doing over there like how'd you get there like please like i'm looking for a lifeline because it's um i'm still healing from like Mm -hmm. my stuff where it's like i don't want to talk to you i don't want to see you i i have no problem saying that but it's like i have to be an adult and mature would you consider moving out here I don't think so. I, I think he's just stuck on Does he no. work? I think he has a job in Washington, D.C.? The man could move if he wanted to. Oh. You, even okay. if you work in, like, oh. you can, you can, you can <laughs> move. He, he could. That's why I <laughs> kept going. Like You can figure it out. If you got kids there and you work, you can figure it out. You can figure it, it, you can figure it out. out. Like, and that's the Make thing. your calls. Figure out how you can get transferred or just mm-hmm. pick your whole business up and move that shit to L.A. Boom. Mm. Done. L.A. is... Got everything. Any other state got, it's a little more expensive. And but to be honest, when you are a joint household, it becomes it's affordable yeah. and cheap. And it's um just, I think also like some dads, or not some dads, some parents who may not be in the cut as much as their parent, like with their kids, like that primary parent don't understand all that it takes. To be a primary to parent. To be a primary parent. So it's like when I ask, it's like, it's um, you would think I'm asking this man for a million dollars every other day. Are you? Are you? I'm not. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. Are you? I'm not. I'm just curious. I no, don't know. Like, I'll show you guys after like the breakdown, the monthly breakdown, because it's like kids are expensive, childcare is expensive. Mm-hmm. There's no let me give you fifty dollars or groceries, fifty dollars a week in groceries for two children. I mean, we are in a we are in a uh, a recession. Fifty Eggs bucks, expensive. Everything yeah, like Boz is a picky eater. A thousand is a hundred bucks. Literally, he drinks the, Literally. the what is it? The and by the way, there's about to be a rice shortage, so everybody stock up on rice. I saw that shit. Really? Yes, and we love rice in our house. I do too, but <laughs> I do I, but, too. but you can live without it though. It's actually really good. Can. Cutting them carbs out is cool. Chill out, Spencer. <laughs> I'm trying to get like Lance Armstrong, man. Oh my God. Ever think those fables and fairy tales from back in the day are just a little bit dusty? Wandry and Tinkercast are bringing you a new kids and family podcast, Once Upon a Beat. Join host DJ Fuch and his trusty turntable, Baby Scratch, as they deliver remixes of fables and folk tales, rhythm and rhymes, and fun spins on classics as old as time. Grab the whole family and get ready to groove because they're putting the rap in Rapunzel and getting down with that funky duckling. Where hip hop and fables meet, it's Once Upon a Beat. Follow Once Upon a Beat on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to all episodes of Once Upon a Beat early and ad-free right now by joining Wandry Plus in the Wandry app or Wandry Kids Plus in Apple Podcast. 
After Zach and I bought our first home and got married, we were super excited to not only decorate it, but to put some of our biggest memories on our walls. So we went with FrameBridge, which made it super easy to get our pictures framed from our wedding at an affordable price. You can easily order online at framebridge.com or visit a FrameBridge retail store. All you have to do is upload a digital photo for them to print and mail your item using their free secure prepaid packaging. Or you can also visit one of their 20 plus retail stores. FrameBridge customs frames your piece in their studio using the highest quality materials and ships directly to your front door in days for free. Above our stairs, we put pictures of our babies, ourselves, and from our wedding, and we are so happy we went with FrameBridge to do it. Anytime anyone comes to our house, it's the first thing that they notice. Not only is it easy, but it's also affordable to custom frame just about anything. They're very fair and transparent and upfront with their pricing based simply on the size of your items. There's a curated selection of frame styles that are all different. They have fast service, free shipping, and this is great for gifts. Your happiness is also guaranteed, so if you're not 100% happy with your pieces, they'll make it right. See why FrameBridge has been trusted to frame over 2 million pieces. Visit FrameBridge.com or a local FrameBridge store to get started and custom frame just about anything. That's FrameBridge.com. This episode is made possible by PwC. When unprecedented times are all the time, it's time to start walking the talk. Leaders like you turn to PwC to see and stay ahead. Upskill your workforce. Use intelligent automation and transform big ideas into breakthrough outcomes. Explore the human-led, tech-powered solutions that help you thrive. It's all part of The New Equation. Learn more at thenewequation.com. So someone said something about LA's the land of opportunity. So I feel like this is a good time to segue into fun things that Zach and Spencer have going on. Do you guys want to talk about it? What does this land of opportunity look like? We're going to let the boss speak about this. Not the boss. (laughs) Start the podcast. He's the head honcho. I mean, shit, I feel like since I've been on y'all podcast, I've talked about me starting the podcast. Yeah. Yes. And yeah, I think the time has come. We actually shot. A little episode, I guess you could say a little With pilot. Who? Oh, dope. Me, Spencer, and DJ. Okay, great. That's well, intro. I was say, it was I said, a little I intro. Oh, I love that. With who to make sure DJ was in there. Oh, yeah, DJ was in there. DJ. It was a little intro. It was cool, man. We had to. Make, we had to make use we of what we had, but we winged know. it the whole way. We didn't come with topics. That's what I was saying. Like we need to actually have it, like how you guys have structured, it. structured, and questions and topics to hit. We be winging it too sometimes. Wait, I feel no, like no, in the no. beginning we, we, we was lost in the we sauce. Were we talked winging about it. everything. I feel like the beginning we were really structured and we like we had questions. We, were, like, we would have questions for ourselves and like all that kind of stuff. But then now I feel like we wing it, but. In a sense, but we keep it structured and we try. We try. try. But I want to know from your guys' opinion who watch podcasts, not particularly just ours, but in general for Mm -hmm. the guys, what advice would you give them? Like, do you think listening to a male podcast or any podcast really, do you like it to where they go in with this is what we're talking about this week? Do you like winging it? it? Do you like Mm -hmm. jumping around topics? Like, I want to help Zach and Spencer and DJ as much as possible to make their podcast successful. But at the same time, I don't know what that would be like, I, or how that works. The you thing know? is, I mean, if we're going to call it locker room talk, I feel like you don't go into the locker room with a set topic. You're just winging it. Yeah. you yeah. literally that going in there style. like, bro, this bitch did this. This, this the X, Y, Z. Keep it this natural. Did this. <laughs> we ain't got to have a set topic. 
That's I locker room just, talk. I just think you should, we should keep it natural. Yeah. Talk so about whatever's on our mind for that day. Gonna be the name of your guys' podcast. It might be. I mean, we gotta look and make sure nobody has one. But don't I take like that the locker name. room like talk is good because like so room much. Talk. Yeah, locker room talk. Like you talk. said, you just go in there and talk shit. It makes me think of like, like oh, this that. is a male-oriented conversation. Yes. Like, yes. there's no like, we're the ladies at no. No ladies. Locker. I mean, unless a girl sneaks into the locker room, then like. You can have <laughs> you can have, you can a, have a lady. <laughs> no, you gonna no. have a reporter on. Not a reporter. <laughs> I mean, women have locker rooms too. But like when I think of that, I think like, oh, I'm gonna listen to this and I'm gonna hear a male perspective. I'm gonna you know? feel like I feel like locker room talk. It doesn't have to be just so you know narrowed down to, to just certain men. Yeah, yeah, just men. I it feel like women anybody too. can come in on locker room talk. That's just the title of it. That's okay. just the title. Anybody can come on. We could yeah. have male guests. We're here to have like what was it? The um, topics. Unfiltered kitchen. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's kind of similar to that. Got it. Got it. Okay, I like that. I think it's great. I feel like podcasts are a lot of fun, and I feel like you guys have different stories. You've been through different phases mm-hmm. of your life. You guys have done some crazy shit. You've done non crazy shit. And I think it's gonna be cool to talk about. I feel like it is too. Shit. Mm-hmm. I agree. Hope they're ready. So what else is happening in the land of opportunity? Any other business moves? Oh, man. I think that's about, I don't know, shit, other than our little new endeavor that we have going on. We, all three of us got going, four of us. Sorry, Shannon. <laughs> Sorry, Shannon. Damn. You know, we, we, we're starting on this kind of wellness path. Um, I don't want to speak too much on it, but. Spencer, what about you? You got anything working out? Um, I'm I'm kind of like in the process of, I, I want to open up a uh, like a, a Nigerian fashion store. Cool. Oh, yeah, he was saying that. Like traditional? No, traditional wear. No I want to just sell like the tape, but I want to sell like the real tailor. You need a nice tailor. Yeah, I, I, I think I would, the best bet is to fly one out from Nigeria because they know exactly how to tailor, to tailor the, um. it's called, it's called kafta. Mm-hmm. Um, they know exactly how to um tailor it, but I just, I just know that we don't have a lot of those out here. And to get oh, wow. one of those stores out here, considering oh, there's plenty Nigerians out here. I was going to ask, be, is there a large Nigerian community out here? It's not large, but it's a good amount. Yeah, there's a good there. amount of Nigerians everywhere. Mm-hmm. Especially in Houston, Houston for sure. Yeah. Out here. Um, like the DMV area. Yeah. A lot. There's a, there's a lot of Nigerians, so I actually cool. like this I like the, the, idea. the tailoring idea because I'm actually really sad because Messier's mom got us like these outfits made and we never wore them. But I was so amazed because the guy who was like an older seamstress tailor, and it was he had a room in his house and he had all the materials mm. and you could go pick your fabric, whatever you want, and. He would sit there and measure you, mm-hmm. all this stuff, drape it on you. You could bring in pictures. And I was probably one of like my favorite experiences out there was having this dress made and the boys got clothes made. Um, it's just sitting there. But um, I like this idea. We can have like a, yeah. a party you could wear. Well, I was like, would it be weird? Would it be weird if I did a photo shoot with just me and the boys? Because it's celebrating their heritage. Like they are yeah. Nigerian. But I was like, that's weird. Like, I don't know why. I feel like that would come off weird. Like cultural appropriation. Yeah. yeah. That's how I felt. So yeah, they're just sitting there. Yeah. I mean, you could dress the boys in it, but I think. And then you, have a photo shoot for them. Yeah. I, don't I think need you somebody to in invite it. me to a traditional wedding. All right. So <laughs> I got our podcast every week we end it with you can either share a WTF moment of your week mm. that you've had or you can get. 
Shannon, <laughs> you are gonna get kicked the fuck <laughs> out, exactly, okay? Exactly. <laughs> There's a WTF bro. moment that you can share, and it can be literally about anything ever, like your son shit the bed or something. It doesn't matter what it's about. Or you can share advice that you want to give to our crew. Who wants to go first? Or if you have a message for the dads, stay strong or, you know, mature on up. Okay, who wants to go first? Because not me, because I'm trying to think about mine. Because not me. (laughs) Not me neither. I know my WTF. Okay, go, Kyle. Okay, so I have boys, right? Boys, first of all, they think I'm a human jungle gym. I'm not. So Friday. You look pretty fun to climb on. Yeah, they're like, you 5'10? <laughs> You're climbing you, baby. Um, <laughs> <laughs> done. Oh my God. Like, literally. Have you ever had like a short man approach you on and some, like, climb can you? I climb that? Not even can I climb that. Just <laughs> motorboat. Oh. And I'm like, oh. okay. <laughs> Invasion of my privacy. Like, they just go up to your tits and motorboat you. That's they happen- ask you, are that's you actually a freak? Are you nasty? No. No, y'all, I got a text today talking about, are you a freak or are you nasty? While I was driving in traffic, talking about, I didn't hear the fool. I didn't hear the fool. The messages I got after that podcast. Okay, wait, Spencer, do you know the difference between a freak and being nasty? Um, yeah. So what is your difference? Are you I, a freak or are you nasty? Um, I, I consider myself a freak. I'm not nasty. You're really thinking about it. <laughs> You're no, really thinking about it. I'm I like think, that I, I can't see your eyes right now. Nasty, I'm like looking at it. Nasty is just doing any, yeah, a lot of bullshit that I'm not really down for. You feel me? I so think nasty So you would never let a, never mind. <laughs> so you never let a girl pee on you? Fuck no. Okay. Would you ever pee on, on a, a girl? girl? No. That's that? Good. Not you. Not peeing on my, my bitch. Your wife. <laughs> <laughs> would you let me pee on you? Hell no. Nah. Not even on your feet? No. What Not the in the shower? No. she would pee on you. My question is, what is the point of that? What is the point of that? What do you get from doing that? Nothing. Well, you're pee supposed goes to, like, in the toilet. Off. <laughs> Not on a person. On she know a dude who, yeah. You you know you know some weird they do They do they do weird stuff like that in Dubai. <laughs> They do weird stuff they like that everywhere. everywhere. Actually, everywhere. We could go find somebody within a, a one-mile radius. Have you seen it been done? I haven't seen, seen it been done, but I've definitely heard stories of women getting pissed and shitted on for fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> Like you on. would pay me fifty thousand to like take a shit men, on me. The men How would does pay that the women. Happen. Fifty thousand dollars to literally piss or shit on them. Dump a, okay, I, babe. If somebody offered me fifty thousand dollars <laughs> right now and said you gotta take a shit on my chest, would you let me do it? Shit on somebody, 50,000? Yeah, you ever go take a diarrhea no, on No, not a diarrhea. Y'all, y'all. No, to shit y'all. on us? No, to, no, to, to shit, shit on her. No, I oh, thought I no, was shitting no, on somebody. Oh, no, the men you. are shitting no. on the women. Sorry, They're doing you get shit on. Oh, woman, no. you get shit on. Sorry. I would shit. Cheyenne, I feel like I would Cheyenne shit really on wants somebody. to shit and pee on somebody. I love I, shit honestly, on somebody. I'm taking a dump. Zach would be like, she can shit right now. Shit, do it. Do it now. Open up, baby. Here's that laxative. Shit. He said diarrhea. Oh, my God. Okay, babe, do you think that you're a freak or are you nasty? A freak? Now, like I said, nasty falls along the lines of some crazy yeah, shit. Nasty that shit we just talking doing. about. Dang, Shannon, nasty. Shannon, where did you guys you settle on that? Yourself? I said I was a freak. I think I'm a freak, but I have nasty fantasy thoughts that I yeah. can't ever do in life. That <laughs> I can't ever do I in can't life. Ever do. <laughs> she I just do. wants to pee on my feet or some shit. I do. Weird. I don't know why you won't let me. Uh, <laughs> it's not happening. It's not happening. You can pee on mine. I don't want to know my, what the fuck <laughs> moment is. 
my what the fuck moment is this right here. <laughs> this motherfucker that I call my wife. Uh, what the fuck? She like, you can pee on mine if That's I can my pee moment. on yours. Thank you for helping me get to that. <laughs> he said pee Jesus on my feet. Christ. Why? What the hell is that? That's a fetish? I have no idea. The crazy thing is we've had this conversation not like, hey, babe, do this, but this has definitely been a good conversation. you knew a a nigga that liked that shit. Not for me. I had a friend that would... peed on his feet. That oh, would like you? women to oh, pee was her. on it their feet. She always used to say this shit. I'm like, no, no, no. And I just presented it to Zach that's one day, crazy. and he, Jackson, you guys crazy. clearly oh see, he's saying no. So, yeah. but what is the point of that, man? I don't know. I was like, I'm gonna just be baby. looking down at my feet, like, what <laughs> yeah, the fuck? Turn the shower on this... and just close your eyes and just picture warm pee. <laughs> like, what is? I don't get it. I don't. I really don't get it. As anybody who's listening, peed on somebody. Or been peed on. I want to know. R. Kelly finna chime in from the cell. Oh my God! Not no, not R. Kelly. <laughs> not him. Not that kind of pee. Okay, not that kind of pee. This All right. Is too much for Ooh. my life. Wait, my WTF? Oh yeah, what is it? Okay, we heard Zach's. <laughs> yeah, Zach's is very clear. So I'm not the jungle gym mom. Um, Boz was just running around. <laughs> I'm folding clothes, and he was playing. The boy got tripped up on his feet <clears throat> and flew into the edge of a door. And hit the side of his face. And literally, I know that bone. And, like, I feel like every boy, every man I know has, like, a scar right here from some kind of accident. Everything in me, when Boz was turning around, I was, like, expecting to see blood or, like, a little split eyebrow. No, he just had a Mufasa scar. Like, a Mufasa Mm, bruise. So, that was on Friday. Then Saturday, the boy was hyped up, jumping around like a little maniac. And we always tell him, stop flipping on the couch. Stop jumping on the couch. Like... He was jumping on the couch. I was upstairs putting Zaire to sleep. He jumped on the couch. He tried to do a, a somersault, and I, he landed on his. He landed funny, and he like you know what do you like crook your neck a little oh, so bit. Was that our house? No, this was at, uh, at, at, at mom's, mom's house. house. But you okay. saw. Oh, that was, yeah, it was yeah, there. Okay. He yeah, ran into the kitchen like screaming. Yes. Oh my god. The boy thought he broke his neck. Broke he was like, yes. my neck is broken. Like I knew that shit hurt. Oh yeah. So that was that was my WTF like. Just literally praying that my son is not going to end me up and end up at the hospital just from being a boy. Like, that was real. But yeah, that was my WTF. My kid injuring himself twice. Okay. Looking a little crazy. (laughs) Yeah, I just sent him to school and they, I bet, like, I feel like sometimes, like, the school, they'd be looking like, what did you do? Because he had, like, a bruise above his eye, below, like, his whole, like, he really had, like, a, not a buck 150, but he got the Mufasa <laughs> bruise. Oh, my God, Kyle. I don't think I have a mm. WTF from this week. I feel like we've had a pretty normal week, right? Yeah. We actually had a good week. Yeah. My WTF really moment is the Lakers losing yesterday. Ooh, who are they, they playing? playing? The sorry-ass Grizzlies. They're not oh. sorry. I'm just a hater, but look, I don't like the Grizzlies. I'm just a hater. <laughs> I'm just a hater, but I look. Say, but hey, they I don't like Brooks. Oh, man. I <laughs> do not like the Memphis Grizzlies. So I was so irritated that we lost yesterday. Who's their big player? Who, the Grizzlies? Yeah. John Morant. Is he even playing right now? Nah, he's hurt. So we really shouldn't have, we really shouldn't have lost. So that was yeah, your WTF? That's yeah, that's, that's the only WTF moment I had this week. That's wild. Shannon, do you have anything? Shy, do you have anything? I feel like I don't really have a WTF. I feel like, I guess, this week, my advice would be 
I think for myself, I feel like I've talked about this like in the last few episodes about making lists and like tackling things mm-hmm. on my list. And I really feel like I have been doing that. One of them was I told myself I would find a therapist. So I ended up asking one of Ryder's friend's moms, who is a therapist, but not for me, yeah. um, if she had anybody that she knew. And she sent me some contacts, and I kept doing research. So I called mm-hmm. one of them, and I'm going next week. And I explained, like, Yay. I felt a lot of rejection, and I'm really proud of myself for not giving up, giving yeah. up and just being like, mm, that's a sign, and, like, making it into something that it's not. But it was on my list, so I checked something else off my list. So I go back to saying that sometimes you have to prioritize like yourself, mm-hmm. and that's okay. I think as moms, it's really easy for us to check things off of everybody else's list. Like Ace needs this, Ryder needs this, and as a wife, I'm like, I want to do this for Zach and this for the house and stuff. And then I feel like I don't really leave much for myself by the end of the day. And this week, I gave, I put a lot into like myself. Good, 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 good. I like that. I do too. I actually took your advice this yesterday and making a list. How'd it go? <laughs> <laughs> the list is still listing. Um, I actually I checked off I checked it all off. Actually. Okay, so that's good. I checked it all off this morning. But well, I did I did one but I, I I thought about you and I thought about like your list thing and I'm like, let me set my day up because I I've been like at a kind of still when I'm mm-hmm. off of work now, I just trying to make myself just be at home and be still. So I'm like, let me make a list. Because mm-hmm. Shire's talking about these lists. So I made a list yesterday. So thanks for your advice. Yeah, I love it. I mean, even That's for like works. Zach, I'll ask him to do something and then he does it and then I'll ask him to do something else and he'll be like, can you stop and just write everything down that you want me yeah, to do? Because it's, easier Cause it's just see- easier. Seeing into having like a yeah, and at first I kind of was like, it's not even. It's more so the way I like to structure my day. So I'd rather just have the whole list versus like, all right, you tell me one thing now, then I go get comfortable, and then it's the Mm -hmm. next thing. So it's like if I could just have it, I know how to critique my day to where I'm about to knock all this out. All right, X Y Z is two three hours. Cool, let me get it out the way. Mm -hmm. Rest of the day I can chill. Right, Mm -hmm. and I had to realize that Zach asking me for a list wasn't. Like a negative thing, like I. It's the way I it's work. It's the way that he That's also likes his day to work. Mm-hmm. So, but that took me a second to realize. You know what I mean? Like sometimes you mm-hmm. you're still learning you, each other. Yeah, in like different you ways. hear things and it's mm-hmm. kind of like, what you need a list for? Like, but I make lists all day long, so I'm like, okay. she just gonna find shit. Yeah. <laughs> she gonna figure it out I'm as like, the day goes. When, when the first time he asked me for a list, I wrote the list and then. I was like, what if I have to add something to it? <laughs> what if you do it all, Ada? I find more shit for you to do. So I it. You got to start working on the list, next list. Right? Oh, it. you done? Here you go. That's a roll over to the next day. <laughs> but oh, Can I give one tidbit of advice? I feel it just came to me. Just because we have had such a good week, I'm not going to share what's going on yet. But like, as an entrepreneur, when you set out on a mission and you're working on something, like things take time. Um, And that time could be three months, that time could be a year. But my mom, Cheyenne, and I've been working on something for over a year now. And it's, we got over that initial hump, like, and it's literally growing legs, growing arms, becoming its own little being now. But like, 
yeah, as an entrepreneur, like stick to it. Like if you have a thought, a dream, an idea, like mm. things take time. Keep working, keep working, keep working. Don't give up on your dreams, um, your aspirations and your goals. I love the list. The list kind of made me think about it because it's um, in terms of like those here are my daily tasks. Here's my short term goals. Here are my long term goals. Here are like my fantasy dreams. Like I feel like something got crossed off of each of those that like lands in like the fantasy dream like yeah. that something off that fantasy dream list got crossed off which to me is just like it's huge but it's taken a lot of it took a long time it took a long time so just just and it's exciting i can't wait to share it with you yeah. guys and it, it feels good and it felt good the other day i was at lunch with my mom and we were celebrating this entrepreneurial win for us mm -hmm. and she looked at me and she said thank you you checked something off my bucket list and to mm -hmm. me to hear that from like your parent that's a big, it's a big deal. deal and it makes yeah. you feel really good and i feel like i've had those moments in my life that are very rare but where i feel like okay we did good as kids like when we took your parents um on vacation for new year's for new year's yeah. i felt like that's a that was good you know, know what i mean that, like, that was like a milestone that's that like a, what some, you grind for what exactly. you try to do and so, it's like you you come you can leave your damn wallet just bring your id right mm -hmm. so, and it felt, felt hella good it felt hella good like that was something that i'm like okay we checked something off our our list mm -hmm. and so to hear my mom say like that i helped her check something off her bucket list it was like okay i'm doing it like it's mm -hmm. happening it's happening so that's stick a good to point. it y'all yeah. it, it'll hard work really does pay off i feel it really really does it's not gonna always look how you want it to look but when that day comes, you're going to be like. <laughs> I lay out on the floor the other night. I oh, yeah. too hard. They started their party, their Still celebration. Oh, my God. They started their celebration way earlier than me. Zach sent us a picture like midnight of Cheyenne passed out on the floor. And I was like, well, damn, one bottle of like the a champagne floor? did this? Our, in our room. <laughs> just done. On I was the like, floor. What the fuck are you they doing? were dirty martinied out. <laughs> it was a good day. <laughs> Say shout out to Ray. Well, guess what today is? It's 420. Oh, yeah, it's 420. And I'm about to go get faded. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in to the Think Loud Crew podcast. And don't forget to tell your crew about our crew. You can follow us at Think Loud Crew on Instagram and on youtube and check us out on any podcast platform and you can follow me at shy not shy you can follow me at z.t-e-r-r-e-l oh Ooh. <laughs> i like how you spelled it like and that. you can follow me at r-k-y-l-e-l-y-n-n r-kyle-n i don't like it i'm not gonna spell mine my brain don't work and you can follow me at hair by shannon c where can we find you spencer i can't be found i can't be found I pay $2.99 on whitepages.com and look up Spencer Shaliba. You can, fo <laughs> oh you can follow God. me at Dollar Bill 2.0, D-O-L-L-A, the number two, <laughs> P-O-I-N-T, the number zero. Wait, on you Instagram. just said something way different. Yeah, what is the P-O? Dollar Bill 2.0. Dollar Bill oh. 2.0. Wait, spell you spell point, point yeah. in your Instagram? <laughs> yeah, I spell point. Like, wait, what? Really? Like his Instagram. Did you oh, his, his, his aim name. Was it your aim name? Oh, no. Dinner is served hey, no, <laughs> hey, no, she's right. I spelled it out on my uh, on, um. So you just gave them the wrong info. I spelled <laughs> it out on, um. You didn't want them to find it anyway. On the he game, bro. Game. Oh, yeah, that was on the game. Yeah. No, it's Instagram. Dollar Bill 2.0. It's D-O-L-L-A-B-I-L-L-L. -L -L -L. 
2.0. Yeah, yeah, he got three L's in that bill, And be on the lookout yeah. for the guys' Locker new room. podcast. Locker I'm room excited talk. to tune it's in. Coming. I know, it's coming. Now I feel like we do the a background has to be lockers. It's got to be lockers. It has to be lockers. Yeah. yeah. But real life lockers don't Our have photo shoot got to be in a locker room. I have to. Yeah. Low key. Oh, in your man cave, you can have a locker yeah, corner. That's what I was going to have to say, but then I have so much more kind of squeeze. Your locker can be your thing. bar. That's yeah, that's dope. it. That's it. Nah. Thanks, guys. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.